I want people to see that my hard work wasn't just for wrestling. It was for the fans. It was for the business. It was for everyone else that's ever believed in me or given me the hope that I could be a professional wrestler. Like, I want to leave the business better than I found it. Hey guys, uh, welcome back, uh, Franco and Andy. Uh, today we are joined by the current PPW Philippines Wrestling Champion, and uh, I forgot what other tiles you have. That just slipped my mind right now. <laughs> it's something. He's a hold up, hold up. I know up. you have two titles, I believe. Uh, we've got a few of them. We're holding, we're holding four different t- titles right now. Cool. So yeah, we're, we're doing all right. We're selling them short. Yeah, I, I thought it was long too. Uh, anyways, yeah, Chandler Hawkins. Uh, the young, young guy. guy. Anyways, Chandler Hopkins. <laughs> How are y'all doing? We're doing pretty good. How about yourself, man? Not doing too bad, man. Just uh, finished up with the gym and finishing up getting some laundry done from the long weekend. But other than that, just a normal day. Nice. You just came in uh, from Missouri, I think, over the weekend. How was that? Uh, Missouri's fun. Every time I get to go up there, it's fun. Um, you know, the licensing thing is the biggest pain in the butt. But uh, other than that, just... Enjoying getting to see some uh, guys I haven't got to see in a while and uh, getting to share the locker room with a lot of them and just kind of enjoying some time away from reality and having some fun wrestling, man. Nice. Uh, how, how, long is, how long is that drive from where you're at? Um, so to uh, where we were actually staying at was about seven and a half hours. Um, it ended up taking us nine coming back because of a thunderstorm we ran into, so um but uh yeah about seven and a half hours up there and then where we stayed at was about an hour away from each venue so uh we wrestled on friday night and saturday night for the same company up there damn <laughs> i can't even do that drive i hate that eight hour drive <laughs> hey, it was all right though we had fun afterwards we had a our cool little after parties just getting to hang out and just shooting the shit with each other everyone so it's good um I'm wondering, do you like food? You like any kind of food, types of food, every kind of food? See, I'm one of those guys that I'll just if, if I see food, I like to eat it. So um yeah. I, I, don't, I don't everything though. There's a couple of things like anchovies. Nah, I'm out. I'm sorry. Um and uh really that's about it. Just anchovies, really. Oh, black olives. I just I'm oh, not yeah. a fan of we, we ain't um, do that. that. I see food, I'm gonna eat it. Alrighty. Well, what's your favorite type of taco? You're a Texas boy, so like, what kind of taco do you like to eat? I like tacos acabon. Uh, I really do enjoy just the texture and the meat, the fajita meat that's inside with those. Uh, those are really some of my favorite tacos. Um, pulled pork tacos. I don't mind those. If you ever had a pulled pork taco, I like those. Um, but I, anything spicy, really, like I'm really a spicy food eater. Um, if, I, if it's got jalapenos on it, if it's got like a chipotle sauce on it, if it's got green chilies on it, anything like that, I'm probably going to at least try it. Um, if I don't like it, then I'm probably still going to at least take one more bite just because of the spice because I'm just a spice kind of guy. I like some heat. 
spice. And you just don't waste any food. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a food waster either. Um, actually, it was when I was really here lately. I've really been trying to really get in on that too because I was in the car with uh, Cage one day, and um, like we had stopped to get some food, but. I wasn't really feeling that hungry, so I ate just a little bit of it, and I was like, all right, I think I'm done. He's like, wait, that's like 2,000 calories, bro. You got the other way? I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah. He goes, no, you ain't. He, he took it. He's like, oh, you finished it. So um, he, he's a guy that really is on me about that, too. So, um, yeah, I try not to waste any food here lately, especially. With with uh, how much you traveled around being a boy, what a burger in and out in and out man in and out all day oh, come on Close all it. day long <laughs> what what makes it all so right. special though Why? what makes it so special I, like, I love to look at a menu and see lower than six or seven items so i can say that's what i want with that and i'm done i don't want to sit there and look at a menu with forty thousand options on it and go man that sounds good man that sounds good oh that really sounds good too and then i end up with four or five things on my plate no thank you waterburger there you go. Okay, so he's a man of simplicity. He wants it super simple, Please. super sweet, and let's get it done. No variety. Gotcha. No variety. <laughs> hey, no variety. I'm all right with variety in certain instances, but when it comes to food, like if you put too much food in front of me, I'm going to go insane. Like I just I have ADHD and it just, okay, yes, 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 yes. And that's, I just give me a couple options and say, hey, this is what you got to choose from, buddy. Sweet. Oh, and you're good. You're delicious, and your fries rock. All right, I'm in. He's not wrong about the fries, though. Fries are pretty uh, good. I'm just saying, some days water burger can be kind of like whack on the fries, but like if they're cold. If they're cold. Uh, going away from food. Um, I don't like going away from food. <laughs> uh, right now, you're the young gun, Chandler Hopkins. Before that, you were the truth. Can you tell us the differences between um, uh, your two characters? I guess. Well, the truth was really a character that I didn't want to be anyways. Um, it was always the cowboy. I'd always said I wanted to be a cowboy of some sort. Um, but when I started the uh, promotion I was with, they told me that the cowboy thing kind of wouldn't work. Um, and so they made me go a different direction. And so the truth became one of those things that my trainers and people that I trained with and the promotion, the promoter that was running the promotion, every time they watched the work, they were like, you're just so smooth. And uh, so they started figuring out what names they wanted to really kind of come up with. And the truth just came up because it was one of those things like, okay, anything you do, you get in there, you say it like, it's like the truth. You are the guy in the ring. I was like, okay, we can, we run with that. And uh, so just kind of took off and ran with it for a little bit. Um, it, but it wasn't me though. It was the cocky, pretty boy, like arrogant kind of guy, but he was still baby face. And I was like, that's, it's not like, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. It's just not me. I'm not comfortable with what I'm doing. And uh, so I got the opportunity to try a cowboy gimmick at one of the rodeos that we, or is actually a monster truck event. And the guy said he wanted a wrestling show, but he wanted the main event to be um, a Cowboys and Indians match. So we had the Arrow Club there. And so they were like, okay, cool. You can try your cowboy gimmick and pick someone else to do it with you. So uh, me and my buddy Cody Dixon did the first Young Guns together. And um, I just fell in love with it because it was actually, I felt like it was me. I'm a country boy at heart. Um, I was born and raised that way. I was born in the South and it just fit me and my look as well. And, uh, so I told the promoter afterwards, I was like, you know what, I'm going to run with this. And, you know, if, if you're not okay with that, then I'll just have to go my separate ways. And, uh, it was just one of those things where I had to believe in myself and I just 
I'm more of a confident guy. I didn't like exuding like I was a cocky, arrogant guy. It's just not who I was at the moment. Um, it's just not what I believe myself to be. And now it's just one of those things like I'm very confident in my work. Um, I am a Southern man. I got a Southern draw. I come out and yeah, the ladies ooh and they awe. And there's even guys that ooh and awe. But like, I don't do that to get that. Like, I just like to work out. I happen to have a, a good physique and it's just enough, another plus, I guess. Um, at the end of the day, I just like to say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, thank you, sir, have a good day, and I want to go out and prove to every single person that's out there that's watching or any person that wants to wrestle me that I can hang with the best, and that's kind of the confident era of where I'm at right now with the young gun. It's just me, but my scale of confidence has grown so much over the years, so I feel like it's taken it up to another level. I think it's uh, paid off. I really drew oh. towards that character back in, um, I think I first saw it in 2019 for Gulf Coast. And uh, okay. the character that stood out the most, but um, the pew pew game. Yeah, pew pew pew, pew, pew. pew game. <laughs> <Baby>. <laughs> yeah, like, Are you saying pew pew? And I was like, yeah, man. Like the laser off Star Wars, like pew pew. But you know, I'm just <laughs> putting it in there, like, bro, man, come on now, like, yeah, pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> Had me living because at that juicy uh, the. Juicy WA show that we were at, everyone, you heard that one guy in the background like, pew, pew, and I'm like, oh my god. There's always one in every show that always has to say it out loud, and it's either the whole crowd gets in with it, or it's he's the only awkward one, and I'm like, oh, I don't know that guy. So what's yep. the inspiration behind the young gun? I know you said it's like your inner self or your true self. I kind of want to get in more depth of like the inspiration. For it. So the inspiration actually comes from two of my favorite movies. Um, of course, the name is explanatory. The young gun, um, the young guns is one of my favorite movies because not only is it a Western, but it, it's a story about Billy the kid and how he was very uh, juvenile kind of delinquent when he was younger because he was on his own, didn't have a family and friends. And he was, he was left to fend by it for himself until you know someone looked out for him and said hey let me help you and kind of took him in and, and showed him the right way to do things but it's also one of those things where Billy the Kid was very set in his ways he, he was a stubborn guy and I'm stubborn sometimes and you know I, I think us as wrestlers were stubborn in our ways but the young guns or the young guns implemented a bunch of guys who were that same way and they were a band of brothers that stuck together no matter what so that's kind of where I took the young gun because I resonate my character mostly from Billy the Kid. Um, he was one of the quickest guns in the West. I think I'm one of the quickest guys in the ring. Um, he had a very good head on his shoulders. He knew how to think and, and outmaneuver people. And I think I, I'd show that same thing in the ring. Um, but he was also very confident in himself. He knew what he was going to do and he went out and he did it. And one day it just paid off in the wrong way and he got shot in the back. I don't know if that'll be one day for me, but <laughs> let's hope not. Um, and then Top Gun. Um, Top Gun is one of my favorite movies, Maverick. Uh, Maverick is a very, and it's another confidence character that I enjoy. Um, he's a very confident guy in what he does. As soon as he gets into his element, there's no one else better than him. And he, he exudes that out of his body whenever he gets into any airplane situation. Because the movie's about airplanes, if you haven't seen it, whoever's watched or not watched Top Gun. But, um... I kind of took those two movies of mine. I was like, you know what? What if I can make Billy the Kid and Maverick be the same person? And who would I call that guy? So I just took the S off the Young Guns and called myself the Young Gun because I feel like I'm the guy. I'm that guy. I'm not just another Young Gun. Like 
I'm the. And when announcers announce me, they always start to write down Young Gun. I'm like, no, it's the. The the is important. I'm the only one. I'm the guy. That's me. He was like, okay, cool. So it's the Young Gun. So I took the whole thing, dropped the S, and all I did was merge those two characters together and really kind of blend myself into them as well. Um, take what I know personally in life. Um, I started wrestling a little bit long, later than most. Uh, I started wrestling training about 26 years old. But I, I think that allowed me to have a better head on my shoulders uh, than whenever someone who's just really young that jumps in the business, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but they don't have as good a head on their shoulders. They haven't seen as much of the world or as much of life. So it helped me kind of navigate things a little bit better for, for myself character-wise and in-ring-wise, in also as well as like professionally through the business part. So I think that's where I got both those characters pretty much, and that's what I've made myself. I could have sworn you became the young one because you ran away from our truth and he just wanted his name back. <laughs> we appreciate yeah. you. A lot of guys that could have claimed that. I mean, Austin Aries could have claimed it too, but he never did. So he did good. He did good. He did good. Uh, okay. Good question. Of course. How was your experience working for AEW? AEW is great. Um, Every time I went, it was like another level of respect had been gained from the previous time I was there. So it was really cool to see kind of how everyone warmed up to you. Because when you first get there, you have some people that know you, of course. I mean, most of us get in via recommendation. Um, we know somebody that's there and they put in a good word of some sort. Um, so those guys know what you can do, but no one else really does unless they've seen your work. Um, so it's one of those things that was once you walk in the first time, it's kind of intimidating. But um, after you're there a couple of times and after they've seen what you can do and they start respecting kind of what you can do, um, things kind of uh, open up and everyone's very cool and calm, collected. Everyone likes to chill and talk with each other. It doesn't seem like there's really many outsiders there at all. Um, everyone seems to be really close knit. Um, Tony Khan runs a great promotion over there and I was uh, very fortunate to be able to be a part of it. Seven matches, I do believe, is, is total what I've gotten to do and I couldn't couldn't be happier with each performance um the opportunities that were given the the eyes that got to see me because of that like it's been a big changing factor in kind of like this half of the year um and going into next year i've gotten a lot more opportunities because of it and um you know i just i couldn't thank them enough for for what they've done for me so um i'd go back in a heartbeat but uh who knows what's up yeah how was it like being in the ring with uh Joey Janela and um, Brian Cage, you know, those those are some of the that you had um, as singles. And I know you did uh, two trios as well, too, right? Um, you went you against did the members? Three trios. did uh, three trios. one with um, uh, uh, Billy Gunn and his son with um, Arn Anderson's son. So that it was, was kind of kind of like a legend and generational type match because there's just it, it was cool to just be able to be in there with Billy Gunn first of all um I mean it, it was funny because when I was younger I was like man it'd be really cool to take the famouser <laughs> 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 happens uh you know and I'm like yo I want to take the famouser <laughs> like I don't know it's like childhood dream come true just to be able to do that with him um it was fun and he didn't have to do that because it wasn't anywhere near what like the finish of the match needed to be. I didn't need to be a part of the finish, um, but he found a way for it to happen. And it, and it was awesome. Um, Arn Anderson being a part of like just the aging of that match, because 
uh, his, his son being a part of it, like getting to see how he thinks, uh, just like his wrestling mind in general was really cool. Um, there's also Dark Order that I got to wrestle. Um, and then, of course, Team Taz, um, Lance Archer on Dynamite, um, Joey Janela, Brian Cage 101, which Brian and I have wrestled on the Indies several times as well. Yeah. So. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it's kind of crazy sometimes. I have to stop and, like, really realize, like, yo, man, like, this is, this is, like, your life. Like, don't miss it. Don't just skip ahead and be like, all right, cool, that's done. Go on to the next thing. Like, really enjoy the moments. And that's something I've really been trying to do a lot more here lately, especially, like, once the AEW start, stuff started happening, I was like, oh, like, okay, you should start really enjoying this a little bit more because this isn't just an everyday thing. So, um I just really tried to uh, the second half of the year really put more effort and time into you know wrestling and myself um, building myself a better um, just me all the way around life personal and wrestling and AEW kind of gave me a, a, a turn in that in that aspect because they showed me what was possible and you know I couldn't couldn't be happier with what I've done there and uh, you know wrestling Brian Cage is kind of a crazy thing because I used to watch him on Lucha Underground and think, man, that dude is just huge. I never want to be in the ring with him. And then once you get him, you find out like, who he is and the good guy he is. And then all of a sudden, like, you're texting each other every other day and, hey, here's a workout, try this. And, like, it's just, it's crazy to see where that transpired. Um, funny, funny story, I guess, we can tell you about the AEW matches. We weren't supposed to wrestle, first of all. They didn't have Brian on the show, and they were saying, hey, we need you on the show, so pick somebody to wrestle. <laughs> so he picked me. Um, so he comes up to me. He's like, yo, we're wrestling tonight. And I was like, oh, my name's not on the thing. And I was like, is someone getting changed out or what? He's like, well, I wasn't on it either, so I got to have a match tonight for set-up angles. And uh, so they told me to pick somebody, and I picked you. I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, how long we got? Like four or five minutes? You squashing what? He's like, no, it's a 10-minute match. I was like, oh, so we actually get to have a match. And uh, so we get to uh, the gorilla right before we're about to go out for the match that night. And Tony Khan comes up to us and he's like, sorry to do this. Got to cut your match. You got five minutes. We're like, oh, so I look at Brian. He's like, run through it. So uh, that was a fast paced match. Um, it was very fun. We had our, our little moments in there and stuff. And the uh, bump to the apron was not so much as fun as I was expecting. But, you know, um, we had never really got to do that kind of match in front of the crowd that was there at AEW. Both the times we did it were for smaller promotions and the crowds were a little bit smaller. So it wasn't really a setting where we just could go crazy and having the opportunity with him to show what I could and couldn't do um, was really awesome. And then of course, Joey Janela uh, never wrestled him before. Uh, Sonny Kiss had actually put in a good word for me. So thank you, Sonny, if you watch this. Um, and Joey came to me and he was excited to work me. And uh, he's like, hey, I've got ideas. Let's throw them around. I was just like, oh, wait, this is my first time here. And you're this excited? Like, holy crap. And then it was like, you're actually getting a full-fledged match. You're not just going in and enhancing talent, you know? Like, they're, they want to see what you can do. So I got a 12-minute match with Joey on, on Elevation, and he let me shine. And he, he was there for me the entire time as well. Um, and, and it was really kind of cool just to see the camaraderie that we had gained just from that one time of being in the ring. Like a lot, a lot was, I don't think a lot of people give Joey enough credit for, but he is a wrestling genius as well. And like 
just learning as much as I did in that little bit the first time on national television. Since I'm getting tingles up my spine right now, like the shivers are just hitting. So um, it's just really cool. Um, aside from AEW, you also wrestled for uh, Ring of Honor and MLW, which I enjoyed that low-key match really well. Um, have you wrestled for WWE as an enhancement talent? Uh, the only two promotions that I have not done any work for that have like the big name value is WWE and New Japan Wrestling. I've done extra work for Impact. I've done extra work for ROH, a, a AAA, MLW, um, AEW. So uh, MLW as well. So yeah, now it's every single promote the big name promotions except for New Japan and WWE. Um, what are the differences and similarities in the the locker room backstage and all that? Um, you have like certain ones you want me to go through, or just kind of like compare them all? Uh, I guess compare them all. Which ones are I guess similar? Which ones are uh, much different? Um, so for me, some of the similar ones, um, AAA and MLW were really similar to me. Um, but I think that's because they give off that Lucha style, um, but they just put a lot, a lot of story behind them too. Um, plus I knew a lot of the locker room, so it was really easy to go in there and just, and just be me. Um, so those two are probably the most similar together out of those. Um, I think impact is kind of on its own, which the impact locker room was more so like half impact talent, half our roster talent, because it was a joint show. Um, I got to wrestle Santana and uh, Ortiz, so proud and powerful. We wrestled them about four years ago. It's crazy we were talking about that because I just posted about that um, just right before we had actually did this. So I had scrolled through a picture on my phone and, and seen a picture that was saved, and it was them two giving me their finisher. Um, but uh, Impact is probably kind of one of those ones by, where it's by itself. Maybe it's closer to AEW for me um, simply because, like, the talent is somewhat of similarities. As you can see, most of the talent that's there at AEW right now is a lot of us from Impact as well. ROH kind of, uh, I'd say they, I've never been in a New Japan locker room, but they kind of give me that same vibe. I don't know if that's the same vibe that New Japan locker room has, but um, I know a lot of the guys that are in that locker room and I kind of feel like it would probably be the same vibe. Um, so I can't really give you a comparison on the ROH one, but uh, almost one of those things where they're kind of in a league of their own, not less, not necessarily like, you know, the best promotion or any kind of talent wise or stuff, whatever that case, but just like their camaraderie, they are a very well knit close group. And you can tell just by their posts too. Like whenever they post things to their social media, you can tell how close they are as just like a unit and a family and uh, they're all rooting for each other. So it's really cool to see that. Plus, uh, you know, Mike Bennett's one of my favorite matches that I've had probably this year. Um, and he's also someone that I really look up to um, and I respect his journey in wrestling. And just to see how like he is with those people, I can't see ROH's locker room being any less than that. Like he's just an all around good dude. And I think that really exudes off of him. Like he has that aura about him when he walks into a room, it's like, yo, man, hey, what's up? Like, he's just real chill, and I don't really see that uh, locker room being anything less than just kind of a chill, welcoming place. Okay. You had a match that was called Spot by Spot by the legendary Chavo Guerrero. Is there anybody, and you were thrown into that blind, by the way. Is there anyone else, big name-wise, that you would love to have a match with? Um... So, I mean, I have my, my board, of course, and I have the, a list of guys that I want to wrestle currently. Um, 
and there's only four that are on it that are, are not marked off right now. I got to mark off um, Davy Richards. I got to mark off Mike Bennett, which he's been replaced already. I got to mark off Victor Benjamin. But, like, Evo Uno is one of those guys right now that I just love watching. Um, he's so entertaining. Um, and, and he doesn't just have to wrestle. He knows how to act as well. He knows how to tell a really good wrestling story. Um, so I want to see what I can I conjure up with him. I think that'd be a really cool one-on-one. Um, I've already had the the tag match with him. I've had two tag matches against him, and I I just think him and I would really mesh well. Um, Chris Bay is another one. I really want to wrestle Chris Bay. Um, it's just something about how smooth he is, and I get told too many times every time I'm on a show, you're you're too smooth, man. You're just so smooth. It's crazy. You're smooth, and I'm like, okay, cool. Put me in the ring with Chris Bay. Let's just see what the two smooth guys can do. Like, I would really enjoy that one. Um, and then. I've got Scorpio Sky and Brian Keith. Uh, Scorpio Sky is somebody that I think is just very overlooked, man. He is so dang good. Um, and I, I want to see what I can do with him. I love his aggression, especially with the new thing he's doing right now. Um, uh, with uh, was it Adam, not Adam Page. Uh, fuck. Ethan. Ethan Page. Ethan Page. Yeah, Ethan Page. Jesus, all these pages. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I really what they're doing and I think it's bringing out the best of Scorpio and I, I want to get in the ring with him I want to see what I can do um, and then of course the, the last one that's on there is Brian Keith y'all know who he is I've never had a one-on-one match with him and uh, that's something that I think would really bring a lot of attention because I respect him I think he respects me pretty much everybody in the Texas area knows what the two of us could do and I think the magic we could create is just something that uh the fans would want to see so he's the last one on my list right now and as soon as i mark off a couple more i'll add some more to it but um that's my current list are you sure you want to match with brian keith man <laughs> i want 100 i want to match with brian keith i'm not is that supposed to make me scared like am no, i supposed to be scared? Scared. <laughs> i mean, he scares me. Really, i mean Brian Keith's good and all, but I mean, I've been in the ring with a lot of the same guys he's been in the ring with, and I've been showing the same respect until I was just as good as everybody else they've been with. So I'm not scared of Brian Keith. I know he hits hard, but that's all right. I hit hard too, bro. <laughs> um, this year, you've been killing it with a whole bunch of uh, um, companies and all that. Pele Pro, along with PPW, have been um, two companies that have like pushed you pretty much as their main guy. How does it feel to have a new upstart companies like that uh, give you the ball and everything? Um, honestly, I'm still kind of trying to adjust to it because it's it's not something that I asked for. Um, I think my work just gave it to me. Um, I'm still adjusting because <laughs> uh, this is the first time it's, it's happened like this for me. Um, the very first promotion I ever worked for, they kind of made me their guy from the bit from the get go, but it was a smaller promotion. Um, and, and they put me straight to the top with their main like middleweight belt. But to actually work for it over the past couple of years and have these promotions say, hey, yeah, you're the guy we want to run with, that's something that I'm, I'm still having to be – I'm starting to learn it because I, I don't necessarily want to be that guy all the time. I don't want to necessarily feel like it's being thrusted upon me, but at the same time I understand it's a great honor. Um, and it's something that I'm trying to embrace and learn how to deal with at the same time, because carrying companies now on your shoulders is one of those things like any, well, any, anytime, just any company puts a belt on you, you know, you, you're having to carry that company on their shoulders and they're relying on you to 
push them more and to bring in more fans and they, they look at you for a lot more and advice and hey what would you do in this situation okay cool thank you like who do, who should we bring in who would you want to work what's it got like all those things that you start throwing at that are thrown at you when you're getting put in that situation are just um, it's mind-boggling and sometimes it's very overwhelming but at the same time i enjoy pressure uh, i think it's something that i've always thrived under it's not necessarily something that calms me down that much because i'm always just like yo um, I, I've had ADD since I was young, so it's just one of those things where um, I enjoy it, but at the same time, there's there's days where I'm just like, yo, can you like get off my back for a few seconds? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I enjoy Pele Pro, uh, PPW, uh, both companies are awesome. Um, Pele Pro has treated me so good. Uh, I can't thank Kyle uh, Hessler enough for just believing in me and uh, giving me the opportunity to show the world what I can do. And like Pele Pro's crowds are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And he's giving me bigger and bigger matches every single time in the ring. And to be called just like the guy at, at Pele Pro is crazy because I, I never was, was really imagining the fact of what being the guy would be. Um, and then whenever you hear the crowds and you the responses and the, the opportunities that are starting to come your way, you're like, oh, you know, kind of like what I was talking about the AEW, like, this is real. This is your life. Like, really enjoy it. Like, because it's not going to be here forever. And I know that. I think we all understand that as wrestlers. We will never get to do it forever. Um, at some point in time, we got to stop or it's just going to end one way or the other. It doesn't matter. Like, we just can't do it forever. So I'm trying to really live in those moments and Pele Pro has given me those opportunities and some memories and, and uh, I can't wait to see what the future holds with them. Yeah. Um, before you ask your last question. Okay. Um, we usually started off with this, but I forgot about it. <laughs> uh, so we're going to add it to the second to the yeah, last question. Yeah, we're second to the last question. <laughs> uh, we haven't got any footage of you uh, recently. We haven't, the last time we saw you was at, um, PPW. PPW in March, and I wasn't recording footage at the time. We had our little one with us, so bear with yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are your finishers, and what do you call them? And why is one of them not called There's a Snake in My Boot? Why is one of them not called what? There's a Snake in My Boot. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Oh, man. Um, well, I have two finishers. The main one is the Shooting Star Press, um, and the second one is the, called the Whip Kick. Um, where I kick you in the back of the leg and then bring the foot around and kick you in the face at the same time. Um, I don't know why I don't have a move called well, There's a Snake in My Boot. Um, I never really thought about naming a move that. We've, we've had that conversation with, with friends of mine in the business because everyone calls me Woody. But um, I don't know. I, I guess I need to find a move to call There's a Snake in My Boot and I need to Mr. trick on you. Missile drops. <laughs> He's, like, no, no. Missile drops He's you. <laughs> but um, yeah, those are the two finishers of mine. And uh, shooting star press, you just go by the name shooting star press. Um, I haven't really like figured out what I want to call it. I guess um, I do just tell people it's the shooter. Um, but like I don't know, I've thought like shooting, shooting for the moon, shooting for the star, something different, just not shooting star press. But at the same time, like when you say I'm gonna do a shooting star press, people are like, no, you're not. Yeah, I'm gonna do a shooting no, star press. I think it's one of those things where I just—it's just a—it's such a cool move to see. Um, the name is just like—it's got to be shooting star press. I don't know. I think shoot for the moon's pretty good though. Yeah. 
Maybe, hey, maybe I'll put a poll up or maybe we'll put a poll in here or something and just tell me what you think the name of it should be and we'll figure it out down below. Comment down below on which one it should be. Hey. Everyone's going to pick snake in my boot and won't even make sense. <laughs> it won't even make sense. I'm going to have to have like a snake made on my on my boot and then pull it out right before I do it. I'm like, there's a snake in my boot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, if he gets booked for a Halloween show, that would be perfect right there. Cause, like, he's Woody, and then bam, it's already out. And you're like, oh, that one promoter. I can figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'm going to have to do yeah. something. Maybe next ring gear, I'll have like a snake head tattoo, like imprinted right there that folds in and out that I can pull in and out before I do something. I will figure it out. There we go. So, we're on to our last question. This is all. The only question that we usually ask towards the end, um, what is the legacy you want to leave behind in or out of ring? You know, if you have both, totally fine to mention both in ring and out. Um, so I people ask me that all the time. And, well, not all the time, but I've had it asked several times, and I, I've never really had an answer for it because I don't, I don't really know what I want my legacy to be, I guess. I never really had that opportunity growing up to like think of like, hey, you could leave legacy because I just my, my family just we didn't have the means to even think of that. Like it was just like, hey, be a good person. Like grow up, be a good person. That way, whenever you die, people will say, hey, he was a good person. Like so that's kind of like what, what I grew up grew up thinking I was just ever gonna do is just be a good person or try to be a good person. Um, but like since I I started this, I've I've had to really kind of contemplate on like what do I want my legacy to be like outside of just my personal life and trying to be a good person to my family and be there for them and stuff and, and do the everyday things I need to do personally. Like wrestling is just one of those things that I, I really, really love. And I don't want, I guess when I'm gone, I just want people to realize that I, I worked as hard as I could every, every opportunity I got. Um, I, I didn't back down. I went out there and I gave it my all every single time. And, you know, I was, I was a guy they could count on whenever they needed a when they needed something done, I, I was the guy that they could run to and knew it was going to get done. Like that, that's kind of the legacy I feel like I would like to create for myself is being the guy that was like, he could have done whatever anyone needed him to do. If you needed him to go out and get somebody over, he could do it. If he, you needed him to go out and make people laugh, he could do it. If you needed him to go out and make people ooh and ah, he could do it. If you needed people, whatever the case, if you needed him to make you look good, he could do it. Like that's kind of where I want to go with it. Is I, I want people to see that my hard work wasn't just for wrestling. It was for the fans. It was for the business. It was for everyone else that's ever believed in me or given me the hope that I could be a professional wrestler. Like I want to leave the business better than I found it. I don't want to leave it worse. That's for sure. And. Um, I guess more so professionally, I just want to be one of, one of those guys that, you know, had no fear, I guess. Uh, put it all up down the line, took every opportunity and ran with it, never said no. Like, it's just a hard question to really ask, I guess. <laughs> I really think about those things, I guess, whenever you're, you're younger in careers, like, just hit five years this year and there's a lot of stuff kind of going on that's new for me and wrestling's transitioning into a different role and personal life is transitioning into like a, a new role and um man that's just a rough that's a tough question i guess i i really need to think about that 
honestly, I think, because I want to be all those things, but at the same time, like, what does all that equate to? Like, who does that make me at the end? Like, is that really what I want to be? Is, do I want to be more? Do I'm okay with being what I currently am? Like, I have goals and stuff, of course, but uh, I guess the legacy is, is something still need to kind of figure out as in to what direction I'd like to go. So this is like to be continued. So we're going to have yeah. to hit you up later on in life and figure it out. One year from now. One year from now. <laughs> I have a, I have a lot of things that I, I want to do, but at the same time, like, I don't know where that leads the legacy. I don't know where that, uh, I mean, I know it goes forward. I know it propels in a good direction because that's just, what goals are supposed to do, right? But at the same time, uh, I don't know what the ultimate legacy is. And I think that's something that I'm gonna be able to really try and figure out here in the next couple of years, especially with the opportunities I'm getting now. I'll get to see really what it is that I wanna do in this business. Um, I know I wanna train at some point in time outside uh, of just wrestling. I love the aspect of training. Uh, I help train people all the time now. Um, I know I don't know everything and that's okay, but I have a good sense of what to do and what not to do and the basics and how to get somebody's foot in the door. Um, so that's a direction I know I want to go after wrestling's done or even before I decide to hang up the boots or whatever. But um, I don't know. I think we'll have to do it to be continued on the legacy and let me kind of actually think about what that is that I'd want to do. It's not a goodbye now. It's a see you later. And then once we figure it out, man, like, you're, you're doing a lot of amazing things, honestly. Like, from where we've seen you to where you are now, I just see it going, you know, up from there, especially, you know, working with AEW. Maybe that door's a little bit open. Maybe there's other promotions, three-letter promotions looking at you. But, hey, you know, you're doing you're doing amazing. A really good yeah. job. I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'm just, just out here trying to have fun with wrestling, and it's paying off. And fans like y'all, people with y'all's, um, you know, capabilities to do podcasts and reach out to others. Like it's, it's really cool for us as wrestlers as well, because, uh, you know, y'all don't have to do that. Y'all don't have to do this podcast. It's, it's not, you know, something that's just, you have to do it, but y'all seem to love to do it, to do it. You seem to enjoy, you know, spreading the word and we as wrestlers, we appreciate that. Um, so I, I hope y'all know that as well. And thank you very much for taking your time with me today. Appreciate that. Thank you. We'll leave it with the bird is the one. Right there. <laughs> oh, bird, bird, bird. Um, that's pretty much it. Did you want to plug um, your social medias and shows that they can find you? Uh, just a heads up, this um, podcast will be going up Monday, October 18th. So it'll be that weekend, the uh, uh, 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Crazy weekend. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, you can find me on all social medias at theyounggun underscore ch. Um, my Facebook, my Instagram, and my Twitter are all that. Um, you can also go to my online store, which is uh, theyounggun underscore ch forward slash bigcartel um, or dot bigcartel. I'm sorry. Um, if you can't find it on there, you just go to my link on any of my socials and click on it. Uh, currently have five different shirts on up there. Um, by the end of the month, I'll have about I'm hoping anywhere from about eight different shirts. Um, I've got a winter collection that I'm fixing to drop as well with beanies, hoodies, and sweats. Um, and I'll have some eight by 10 up there as well. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. 
Oh, and don't forget to follow him on TikTok as well, too, because you are on TikTok. We, we both follow you. So I was like, you're really entertaining. I like watching him as well, too. I forget about TikTok sometimes because when TikTok first got like really popular, I was all about it. And then when I heard about like the shutdown, I was like, oh, man, this sucks. Like I wasted all my time getting all these these followers and entertaining people. And now it's fixing me shut down. So I stopped. And now I'm just kind of gradually going back to it. But I think I'm going to pick it up. I think I'm going to do a couple of things. I have some ideas in mind that have really been kind of uh, brainstorming. So I think I'm going to put those on video and just kind of run with it again. So, yeah, you can find me on TikTok as well. Same uh uh, same um, tag tag name, the young gun underscore ch. So uh, everything is that you can find me anywhere with that. <laughs> and then uh, I know some shows are going to be at Friday at the Wrestling Expo, I believe. Uh, that one. This Friday or oh wait 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 wait, wait hold yeah, on. Uh, second. Yeah. I'll be. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, um, I will be uh, the twenty second. I'll be at the wrestling expo. They're doing Texas versus the world. Um, I still don't know who I'm working yet. They haven't told me so, but um, I, I'm going to assume it's somebody that's on the uh, profile picture, maybe up, right above me. So um, don't know exactly yet. That, that profile picture hasn't been dropped, but uh, the flyers out. Y'all can go get tickets for them right now. Um, come out and see the show. It's going to be a really good show. Really awesome. Um, Texas versus the world. Come on, Texas, show out. Um, I think I think that's all I've got this weekend is just that. So, Okay, cool. Um, hopefully we can make it out for that one. That one's in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, correct? Yes, it is. Um, give me a second. I'll look at my notes. Just a second. <laughs> You're good. We'll, we'll see exactly what it is. I'll give you a full rundown. Dang, he got it. Uh, oh, the Indie Expo is this Friday, the 22nd. Um, then if y'all like to go to the stockyards um, on 1024, y'all can come out uh, or 1021 through 1024. Y'all can come out to the stockyards and probably find me out there as well, because uh, my family does a lot of the cook-offs. Um, uh, the Chuck Taylor, uh, not Chuck Taylor, the Chuck Wagons and stuff there. So they'll be doing like a kid's kickoff. I'll be there with them hanging out. Um, and then, um, you know, if you decide you want to do uh, any kind of walk uh, for suicide prevention, I'm doing a walk at Arlington, Texas Stadium uh, on 1030 the day before Halloween. And I'll be doing a, a suicide prevention walk there with some friends and some family. Uh, and then on 11-6, I'll be at APW in Cleburne, Texas, defending my title in a TLC match. 11-12, uh, not sure if that date's still happening or not, so I won't put it on there. But then... Uh, 1113, 11:20. I'll be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, wrestling for Pele Pro as well, um, and then just some other places from there going on. But uh, yeah, um, that's that's the schedule as of now. Uh, some other things that are on there that can't be spoke of at the moment that I had to skip around. But that's just kind of like the dates at the moment. Hopefully, uh, PPW sometime soon in Kingsville. Um, I for one love NWA. I need to defend this belt. I mean, he's the longest man. reigning champion right now for PPW. Yeah. So this beautiful belt just sits in my room and I see it all the time. And I would like to, to, you know, go and defend it somewhere else besides, you know, all the random places I take it to and defend it. But I would like to take it back to PPW and, and defend it there again in front of their awesome fans. So hopefully we get to do that here in the next year. 
Um, I know they've got some things going on, and uh, I, I know we'll uh, be back before long, and um, we'll, we'll take it one day at a time until then. Well, uh, thanks again for being on. Uh, thank you all for listening, watching, and everything. We'll catch you guys later. Later, guys. Peace.